Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Really lovely to have you uh, join me this morning, whether you're watching on Talk TV or whether you are listening on Talk Radio. Always appreciate you taking the time to join us. And, uh, well, an awful lot to talk about, as always. A lot of it, though, let's be honest, is around the uh, Tory leadership contest because it is... uh, hotting up uh, like our homes are, (laughs) our bedrooms are with this heat. And um, uh, the results uh, last night, of course, uh, in that Tory leadership contest, providing lots of food for thought. Rishi Sunak, as was expected, the former Chancellor until last week, uh, getting 88 votes coming in top. But many are saying they'd expected him to do rather better than that. Penny Mordaunt uh, was really the dark horse who's come through with 67 votes coming second, bearing in mind uh, she has been in the cabinet in the past, but not a recent cabinet minister and uh, just a a junior international trade minister uh, coming in second, very much seeing the momentum with her. Liz Trust, foreign secretary still only on uh, 50. And uh, of course, we saw uh, Kemi Badenoch on 40, Tom Tugnat on 37 and uh, Suella Braverman on 32. Right. As of today, uh, the uh, vote singer is a little bit early. 11.30 it opens, closes 1.30. By 3 o'clock, we should get that result from Sir Graham Brady, the 1922 committee. And we know that one of those candidates is going to be out. Um, Realistically, people are expecting it to be Suella Braverman. The question is, is where her votes go. 32 votes on the right, on the, the, uh, I suppose, you know, the... uh, Brexiteer side of the party, where are they going to go? Uh, but big question marks also about the 43 votes between them of uh, Nadim Zahawi and Jeremy Hunt and where those votes go um, in the election because those, of course, will be redistributed, those second preferences today. All to play for? Well, let's talk about all of this right now with a journalist at Spiked Online, Candice Holdsworth. Good morning to you. Morning. Thank you so much for joining. Sadly, not in the studio because you're feeling a little bit poorly and you wanted to take no chances delivering the joyful COVID bug to our office. <laughs> I mean, we're all we're all young and healthy. We're all absolutely fine about it. But it is just you know, uh, just to just save save quite so many people having to be off sick. We do appreciate that, Candice, letting okay. us know. Um, yeah. Um, what do you make of the Tory leadership contest? Because um, I know a lot of people who endorse have got papers coming out for, for various candidates or largely coming out against various candidates. Um, there's, there's a lot of infighting. I mean, most of it by Nadine Dorries, as far as I can tell. She's attacking anyone and everyone. Um, it's already got quite bitter and quite nasty. We've still got six candidates in the running. Um, and, and I have to say, looking at those candidates, there are, there are lots that I like. 
Um, there are some I was being horrified by. Jeremy Hunt not in. Hooray! I mean, that's good enough for me. Everything's everything's a win now from this point onwards. Um, yes. But is there a candidate who offers everything? Who 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 is the you know absolutely has got a ticks every box for you? See, this is such a good question because I would say no. I would say someone like Kemi Badenoch on political and social issues is incredible, but on economic issues, she doesn't seem to want to commit to anything. Although, although she has she has come out against net zero. Um, oh, I mean, that's, that's a big tick in my box. Yes, well, that is true, and because that could mean that she could cut um, VAT on fuel bills, which I think would help people enormously coming in October. Um, Penny Mordaunt is a front runner, but I really have, I mean, she's come out as well against that, but also she doesn't really present much of a vision. Um, Rishi Sunak, we know what he's about, um, but it seems like they're all a bit of a mix of things. There's not one candidate who's just ticks all the boxes. To to get excited about, and I have to say, um, do I think any of the six candidates left in would be a disaster? No. Um, I actually, on personal level, actually like and get on with an awful, you know, I think all of them actually, um, and have a lot of respect for them on a lot of issues. But it seems to me the candidates who I most perhaps align with are politically in terms of what they would do, in terms of, in terms of do I think that they genuinely get what the real problems are? I mean, genuinely, for instance, you're not going to be tackling the cost of living crisis or our security concerns in a very unstable world while we've got the war in Ukraine and goodness knows, unless you're willing to take on the energy issue. Um, you're not going to be tackling cost of living if, you, if you're not, if you still aiming for net zero in 2050, you are yes. going to basically conduct, condemn millions of people in this country to poverty. It's as simple as that. Um, so yeah. you either you either get it or you don't. And if you don't get it by now, you're never going to get it, in my view. Um, so the, some of the candidates who, who who I know get it on that front, well, they're a can- those candidates who are further down the field, but also um, they, they're also the candidates who perhaps have the least experience. And if you look at the candidates with the most experience, Rishi Sunak, uh, Liz Truss, um, very, very experienced at the highest level of government. That is a real issue for me in terms of, Someone's going to hit the ground running. We are not electing, um, we, I mean, I'm not a Tory party member, I don't get to have a say, but, you know, this country is not, we're not going to be seeing the election of a a Tory leader who's going to be sitting in opposition for three or four years and, and developing policy and having all that time to, you know, appeal to people and, and then become hopefully prime minister one day in the election. They're, they're going to be elected on July the 5th and the next day they're going to be prime minister. Um, and we need September fifth. We need them to be able to hit the ground running. Uh, would you trust that the people who are least experienced, Penny Morden, Kemi Badenoch, Tom Tugendhat, and Swella Brotherman, although in the cabinet, Attorney General not running a big, uh, a big department, would you trust that they could do that? Yeah, I've had my doubts about that. You're absolutely right. You need people who can run things and who have a proven track record in doing so, because we are at a time of crisis, and it can't. They can't just be having a learning experience. Although, having said that, a lot of them are very smart and they probably could learn quite quickly. I mean, no one learns quicker in a time like this where you have to make lots of big decisions quickly, um, especially um, someone like Kemi Badenoch. I know I've said her again and again mm. and again, but she just gives the impression of being super smart. Yeah. Um, but you do need that time in cabinet to have sat there and thought, this is how I would do things or this is how I wouldn't do things. And yeah. that is very, very important. Yeah. I mean, then, so, you know, we, I say we do elect opposition leaders who, you know, you know Tony Blair hadn't had any experience in cabinet, um, uh, you know, in government, neither had David Cameron. Um, so you, you, you expect that. But there is a 
you do go through some trials and tribulations as an opposition leader, you get tried and tested. One of the key things I think is a very big issue is that most of the candidates are not doing big set piece interviews. Um, we're not getting them grilled for, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour. We will be seeing some debates and ITV and Sky are hosting debates um, over the weekend of, of, of the, the candidates who are left in after today. And that may well be five. It could be four if a candidate drops out. But but we're not seeing a full analysis of what do you think about these, you know, 10 big issues and and being drilled on it and it, you know and again how are you going to tackle the cost of living if you don't if you don't not going to get rid of the net zero policy how you, do do you think a woman can have a penis i'm sorry it does matter to me yes. and people think yes. oh this is a silly question but but for me it's a sanity and an honesty question it really is if you yeah. here's the thing if, if you think that a trans woman is a woman you're entitled to hold that view but you can only hold that view if you're a stupid I mean, you have to be stupid not to understand biological fact or B, you're willing just to say what you think is the right thing to say as opposed to what you know to be true. Well, that makes you dishonest. On both grounds, I think you should be barred from all serious jobs. Anything, frankly, above, I'm thinking of jobs I've done, cleaning and stuffing envelopes, I think you should be barred from at that point. Yeah, I mean, people have been saying that just speaks to your basic grasp of reality. If you Thank can't you. Say like that. <laughs> You know, I mean, it was shocking. I thought it was so shocking when that Supreme Court judge couldn't say what a woman was, the nominee. This isn't a highly intelligent woman and she was too afraid. We can't have that. That will just corrode public discourse. Here's, here's, here's my thing. I do not want a prime minister of this country who is too afraid to state facts that we know to be true because they're too worried about what someone on Twitter at The Guardian might say. Because if they're worried about an anonymous person on Twitter, then um, how are they going to stand up to Vladimir Putin or Xi Jinping of China? How are they going to stand up to Emmanuel Macron? I they, yes. Those are not all an equal threat to us, I point out. But um, yes, uh, yes. but but it's it's important. <laughs> Have you got a backbone or a spine? Um, I, my my daughter and I were discussing yesterday about you know well you know who are you supporting, Mum? You know we talk politics a lot at home, poor child. Um, poor <laughs> social services, and I said, well, no one really because I've I've you know this is a terrible thing to say as a long-standing political journalist and you know, political watcher. I I feel so sort of like I feel like I've been let down so many times by politicians that I did dare to believe in that I've I'm I've 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 kind of lost face yes but maybe it's not too bad a thing maybe we put too much um faith in politicians to come and save the day I mean this is what yep. seems to have happened with Boris Johnson you know I mean everything just became all about him you know um and we forget that you know politicians do have limited abilities to fix all our problems they're human just like us the breakfast briefing with julia hartley brewer on talk radio thanks for listening to the julia hartley brewer daily if you liked what you heard please subscribe and give me a good review and don't forget to catch me on the talk radio breakfast show every weekday from 6 30 until 10 a lot can happen in three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.